And welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week we're doing the bonus episode for Encounter. Yeah, we have decided it's time to bring in other people's comments. We're sick of what we have to say. That said, we'll probably come up with a lot more things to say based on (laughs) what other people have to say. I do feel like that's a major theme in our bonus Mm -hmm. episodes where I'm like, I had no clue how I felt about this until someone else told me how they feel about it. What I'm trying to say is I don't have opinions. I am a blank canvas. (laughs) I think sometimes we're just so deep into it that... Other people take a step back, they can express themselves more eloquently, and we can just ride on their success, take their opinions as our own. Yes. We're more like vultures or bottom (laughs) feeders. Bottom feeders. (laughs) Not jellyfish. We have brains. We just use them for evil. We should uh, rename our podcast as Bottom Feeders. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody would get it. It would be, I mean, Plan K is already an inside joke. Yeah. We could just add another inside joke, layer them. Stack inside jokes on inside jokes. Inside jokeception. <laughs> um, there are a lot of comments on this drama. Mm-hmm. A surprising amount of them talked about the age difference. Yeah, I didn't think about it really at the time. I think we maybe commented on it in one episode. That's what I was thinking. I want to go back and when I edit our episodes, I'll have to see if we constantly talk about the age gap because I don't think we did. I don't want to lie, but uh, I don't think it really affected either of us. Mm-mm. I didn't even think about it. I mean, honestly, the raging feminist inside of me, if anything, was just like, Cool, I'm glad it's finally an older woman with a younger man. Like, I And for- I think I think we also commented on their statuses a lot more than their age. Right, because their statuses are both more concerning and more interesting to me, like the differences between their statuses. And that is based on gender, because I actually, it was a little bit frustrating that this K-drama dealt with their status difference in a so much more negative way. Um... Simply because literally so many other K-dramas, it's like a rich male CEO of a company who was rich and a man, he's a man, guys, he, him, he's a man, (laughs) falls in love with this poorer, quiet, reserved, or maybe not quiet and reserved, maybe like goofball. Yeah, maybe wacky. She's so quirky, uh, (laughs) but she's poor. She's poor and, uh, you know doesn't have money she her that woman and she's lucky to have seduced this year yep her friends will praise her good taste in men and her family will push her into his arms yeah (laughs) so anyway so this that was much more surprising the gender role reversal for their yeah being a ceo and being an entry-level employee yeah, I also did see one, I didn't include the comment in here, so I don't know who said it, but I did like that they put it in there, that uh, they couldn't have a 20-year-old CEO divorcee, because it just 
she hasn't lived enough life for her to be a 20-year-old and, like, a divorcee. So I guess the only other thing is they could have made him older, and then he could have just been, like, the young, or, like, the older guy that just never got his shit together until, like, he was in his 30s, and then he started, like, working at higher-end jobs, but, like, he's still entry-level. I don't know. I just, I think that the age gap also made a lot of sense for where they both were in their place in life. Yeah, and I don't feel like people in the drama really commented on it very much. They Mm -hmm. commented on their statuses a lot more than their ages. Yeah, they were much more concerned about her being the CEO of the company he worked for, which, yeah, that's actually... Power imbalance is also concerning, and they did confront that a little bit in one of the episodes where they were like, mm, yeah, it is a little bit uh, risky that they are doing this relationship because she could be uh, a target because of it, because coercion is a thing. Yeah. So, and coercion is a thing. It's a real thing, and it wasn't a thing in this, but I'm glad they at least confronted that it could have been a thing. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that. When the man is the rich one, it's fine. <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe there's dramas that do. I just haven't seen them. <laughs> We're gonna have to watch one of those next to see if Raquel hates it <laughs> in actuality as much as she hates it in principle. <laughs> uh, I can think of one that was really cute, and I'll have to recommend it. But anyways, Uh (laughs) let's start reading comments. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure, because I made this stupid long one. (laughs) I didn't write it, but I copied it. I should have gotten a shorter one. (laughs) Okay. On Vicky, John Rogers, 2014 underscore 565, gave it 10 stars. And he said, I so looked forward to watching this drama each week because it was like being transported every episode to an exclusive restaurant and enjoying a fine dining experience. Each episode was exquisite and delighted all of the senses and made the heart full or merry. Just as a fine wine accompanies a great meal, the music in this drama was a sensational accompaniment to the great acting and heightened the audience's emotional experience by tenfold, with countless moving scores. Oh, of both lyrical and non-lyrical music, which helped paint this masterpiece. Three of my favorite songs were The Day We Met by Cheese, The Night by Eric Nam, and Take Me On by Saya. I've never seen a K-drama so well-written, so well-cast, so cinematically beautiful, and with so many powerful messages that broke stereotypes and championed the power of pure and sacrificial love. Love one out in the end! That's so many exclamation points. <laughs> My hat goes off to Song Hye Kyo and Park Bo Gum for being a super cute couple and for their award-winning performances, especially Park Bo Gum. Okay. <laughs> he has that simply he has a smile that simply lights up the screen and tears that would melt the heart of any woman. I have now seen Song Hye Kyo in a cup in several dramas and movies, and she just keeps getting better and prettier. Special recognition <laughs> needs to go to the director, producer, writer, cinematographer, or anyone who's involved in the many unique cinematic ideas and effects that accompanied this story, which made it such a unique drama. I'm talking about the animated fairy tale, fairy tale graphics at the beginning and ending of each episode, which always gave you a clue as to what was going to happen or what was to come. The idea of the wall art in Cha Soo Hyun's bedroom, usually sitting on her floor, that kept changing and always represented the mood she was in at the time. The side-by-side pictures of the main two characters in old-time film filters as border- and borders that captured an end- what? An episode-ending emotion or event. 
the tight camera shots of hands which were expressing an emotion, feet moving in nervousness, a spoon dipped into a bowl which spoke about doubt, priceless facial expressions, and the great, great kissing scenes. The filming and the way it was done combined with the musical score is to be applauded just as highly as the wonderful performances of the actors and the great writing of Yu Young. Ah. Finally, I applaud loudly the English subbers who are the fastest of any team that I can think of. Almost as soon as the episode was posted, the English subtitles would be finished in a matter of hours. Thank you, South Korea, for your wonderful stories and sharing them with the many people who enjoy them worldwide. What? John Rogers is a gift to this world. That was beautiful. (laughs) I hope that someone who was part of production read that. Like, anyone. Anyone that was part of production, even the translators, just because that's such a nice review. John gets it. John, do you want to be on our podcast? You're doing a great job. You seem like such a fun guy. What a poet. What a poet. I agree with so much of what John had to say. Me too. I feel like our episodes ended up being a little... uh, heavy-handed with criticism (laughs) but there was so much that we loved about this drama including mostly the things that john said yes i really liked how much john touched on how artful so many of the scenes were and how they were artful like that's really cool that he caught that and decided to uh include it in his review and i hope that was really rewarding for someone to read and be like yeah either like yeah, I caught that too. Like you talking about the art in her room. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of those things where I hope someone who helped create this show maybe gets to someday see that and see how much John loved it and how much he caught on to that was so meaningful in this Kate drama because it was such an artistically done Kate drama. Yeah. And I think that comment had like 200 likes on it. So I think a lot of people agreed. That's good. I, we People agreed get too. it. Yeah. We agreed too. All right. Raquel, you're up. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with uh, one of my 10 star reviews. Um, so I will start with, uh, dang, why do I always pick ones that are hard to pronounce? This is on Vicky by Busolamadara underscore 318. Nailed it. Most <laughs> awkward name reading. Um, they gave it 10 stars and they said, I just love the actors. I think they are just the perfect match. No more, no less. I love the cinematography. I think it's really cool that they filmed score or filmed some scenes in a different country. It's just different and that's the strength of the movie. I think, also think the age difference between the actors should not be a barrier. And Park Bogum's smile is just everything. I love his hair length. I think this movie is perfect the way it is. No more, no less. I liked uh, about this comment that they uh, talked about the filming in the different country, uh, just because I also really appreciated that episode and that it felt like a completely different... um, I like how this person said movie, but... That that first episode. I think they only watched the first episode. Yeah, like maybe they saw the first episode and they were like, "That's it! Wow, what a good movie!" <laughs> I don't think they know. We could email them. This is exciting. They have so much left to enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, that first episode was like a little movie, and it's amazing. I hope they get the chance to see the rest of the show. This is so exciting for them. <laughs> Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Because, yeah, I feel like the first episode really did stand out on its own. You could watch it as a little movie and be entertained by how different it is from any other 
Korean drama, Korean movie. Yes. I definitely want to circle back later to uh, where they said I think that the actors are just the perfect match uh, because I have another comment that I picked out that has a uh, differing opinion. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I was kind of excited to compare and contrast them because you like I also had differing opinions based on when we started the K-drama and by the time the K-drama ended so yeah that's fair I feel like my opinions grew with the drama yeah <laughs> I found a comment by Ludi Emmanuel 614 that said 10 stars the alchemy between the two main actors are incredible I love I it, love it. <laughs> I thought that was so funny I keep laughing about it <laughs> alchemy such good alchemy such good alchemy <laughs> so i guess some people agree <laughs> there's good alchemy there <laughs> magic if oh, you will if you will converting one opinion to another <laughs> turned my opinion into gold <laughs> <laughs> all right um i'm gonna read Tay's bill comment they gave it nine stars and honestly i didn't read the whole comment I just picked it because it started so strong. So we're going to see how this goes. We're all going on this journey together. Together. Here we go. A refreshing and beautiful show. First of all, I'm happy about the setting. While it is your typical CEO times normal person coupling, the CEO is female and the normal person is male. Not to mention they have an age difference too, and the CEO is a divorcee. Facts that can truly send crowds into an uproar, both in Korean and overseas. Both in Korea and overseas. So I'm glad such a romance was pictured as it was here. True love between two hearts, as equal as any other love. I was also very happy to see a male lead who was frank, chatty, and expressive, instead of the usual quiet and serious leads. As usual, Park Bo Gum and Song Hye-kyo's acting is remarkable. The chemistry between the couple is astounding, and we're also treated with a lot of bonding moments, more so than in some other dramas I've seen. As Jin Hyuk put it in the show, Love is when two different people begin to resemble each other. The side characters are also each warm and likable, save for the obvious antagonist. We were able to see multiple layer personalities in this drama, and that makes me glad. I dropped one star because of a trope that threatens to separate the couple, because the trope is such a usual one. Overall, the show left me with a warm and happy feeling, so I'm glad I gave this beautiful story a watch. Wow. I've literally, I don't know if I've ever agreed with someone more. I wish I'd written that. I also wish I'd written that. I wish that I was ever as delightfully analytical while still being so positive, like, ever. Yeah. Usually I either come out sounding like a positive potato or a an analytical asshole. Wow. <laughs> I don't want to agree, but, like, that's a really good way to put it. <laughs> I feel like we're either super happy or super angry little people. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. This, we live with our emotions. Yeah, this was a really, really good, uh, this was a good comment. I liked all of the stuff they brought in, like, um, how something else that we talked about, I think, in, at least in the first episode and a bit throughout the show as we watched it was how nice it was to see a male lead who was very expressive and chatty and warm and wanted to be around people and talked about his feelings and cried when he was sad. Like, that is the dopest. <laughs> he was, he, I will say, I have had male leads, 
uh, in other K-dramas that I've definitely adored, but he might be my favorite male lead. Wow. Just based on him completely subverting the typical trope of K-dramas where, like, they're kind of emotionally distant, uh, the male lead is, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, like, this cinnamon roll comes in and changes their mind, and she's the only person he could ever possibly love, uh, and they're meant to be because of that, because he never could bring himself to love another person, or when he did, he just got his heart broken. Yeah. But instead, it's like, this was his first love, and he went into it wholeheartedly, and he loved everyone around him, and was so warm with everyone, and it didn't lessen how he felt about her, if anything, it amplified it, because he was so, I don't know, he was such a good, positive influence for her. Well, it's really, really well said. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine if I would like him as much if the genders were reversed, because um, I think typically, like, male CEO who is aloof and uh, you find out later that they're only protecting themselves from whatever uh, is very typical and to see that with this CEO was kind of off-putting actually uh but I liked it I got into it I think it was that thing where I wrote in my notes for the first couple episodes that I don't think she had any emotions at all but like I said that's very typical of male CEOs and other dramas so they played it into the character really well um and then to imagine his role gender reversed it's like I'm trying to think if I would like him as much or if he would be too annoying and I don't think so I think he really balances um I guess emotional honesty he doesn't pretend to be over bubbly and over energetic he's very sincere with his warmth and he's able to be really serious when he needs to be and I think he balances his character really realistically and that makes me like him a lot more yeah I agree he he brought a really great depth to his character that didn't just make him feel like a trope. I will say that occasionally she felt, at least when the, the show started, she definitely did feel a bit like a trope, like the distant CEO with uh, parent problems. Um, troubled past. Yeah, troubled past. But that said, I think that they presented really good uh, information, like context for the reason that she was how she was, um, which I think always helps an audience empathize with the character. Um, so I think overall she was not a trope, and I actually really liked her character, especially by the end, like, to be able to come out of that on the other side and still, like, after everything she went through, still feel and be open to loving another person and wanting that for herself and, like, knowing she is allowed to be happy is really cool, and I liked going on that journey with her. Yeah, I felt like both of them were very sincere characters, mm -hmm. and I liked them a lot. Yes. All right, you're up. Okay. What are you going to hit us with? I'm going to hit you with a low, low review, um, and then we can... Man, we should have read... Had that that nine star review last because I feel yeah because like, I'm just really good yeah it was so good uh, this one is uh, not as high of a review this is by Trace uh, Leo underscore seven eight nine on Vicky they gave it two stars oof yeah real low um, 
And they said, I really am trying to love this drama because of the success of Descendants of the Sun, Song Hye Whoa, Song Hye Kyo. I've been really disappointed thus far. The age gap is not an issue, but the lack of chemistry is definitely not there. Too many silent moments that make each drama drag on and become boring. I fell asleep several times, which never happens. I don't think I can go on watching this. Moved on to 30 but 17 and The Crowned Clown, which are both interesting and exciting storylines. <laughs> Like that she gave some suggestions for anyone who's feeling the same way. If you too fell asleep, you could <laughs> check try out these. Well, thirty by seventeen. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I thought that this was fair as far as like kind of how I felt near the first of the drama, just based on uh, I don't know. I didn't feel this negatively about the drama at the beginning, but I do see where they're coming from as far as I remember thinking uh, that the chemistry wasn't great. Like, there was the first solid three episodes, I want to say, I wondered if she liked him at all, or if she was just feeling, like, really socially obligated to be around him. And that was hard to watch. Like, it's hard to watch one person throw themselves at another person. And you just, it's that cringe factor where you just, it's not comfortable. And also, she seemed to feel a little bit trapped. Like, a lot of her, I guess... Her, how she expressed herself made it feel like she was trapped in a lot of social situations with him that that is also really uncool to watch because you don't want, I don't know, you just like feel bad. For, you want to liberate them from their discomfort. <laughs> but uh, I think that, I don't know, I'm glad I stuck with it because it sounds like this person couldn't stick with it and it definitely gets better and it actually, I think, becomes a really good relationship kind of like we were saying up above where they actually have really good chemistry and they uh sorry alchemy alchemy excuse me um <laughs> they have really good alchemy and um they they they're a good couple like they're a really solid couple and uh like that previous comment said you get you get a lot of really genuine moments where you see them kind of grow together as a couple and you can see why they love each other and that's really neat. So I'm glad I stuck with it, but I can also see why this person had a hard time sticking with it. I know uh, when I was reading a blog post, which I will read more an excerpt from later, um, I forgot what I was going to say. So there we go. <laughs> that's it. That's where it's that's at. That's it. <laughs> Left. It'll come to you when you read that blog post. Yeah, that'll be f super frustrating. Yeah. Do you want to read that one next? No, I want to read that one last. Okay. I know which. I only have one stupid one, and then the one I want to read last. I guess I can read my stupid one, and you can read your next low star one. Okay. And then I can read my last one, and you can read your last one. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, uh, my next one is from Waynoka underscore 1024. They gave it 10 stars. She said, I haven't seen the show, but from the pictures, Park Bo Yum's hair is so sexy in that first episode, <laughs> but they look like they cut it for the other episodes. Please explain. Should I watch? XOXO. <laughs> 10 stars. 
I don't know if anyone uh, was able to confront that because you can't really do comments on comments. Um, no, that's not a Vicky system. Uh, Hopefully, she got her answer. Yeah, I, we can answer it here. Uh, we could become like the K drama advice. Uh, should I watch? <laughs> um, they do cut his hair. So if you do cut his hair, if you're only here for the hair. Wainoka, um, don't First watch. episode. First yeah. episode is like a movie. You could just mm-hmm. watch that one. First episode, do watch. The rest, n- no. Mm-mm. So there you go. Yeah. You're welcome. If you like the characters outside of the stylist's hair choices, which I know is hard, you can go ahead and keep watching. It's pretty good. It's a really good drama, but that hair was real good. It was. So I really like it. If you're it. in it just for the hair, don't stick around. I was surprised, though. I guess if we're talking about hair, I was surprised. I also really liked his hair in the first episode, and I thought I would be like desperately sad if they cut it, but I thought that short hair looked really nice on him, too. So maybe you should yeah. give it a chance. You could try it. It took me a minute to get into it. I was admittedly pretty sad when they first cut it. But, you know, if you can watch two episodes, Wainoka, maybe you'd get into the drama and get past the hair thing. <laughs> Park Boyum is still very... <laughs> I love that so much. Park Boyum. Park Boyum. Two M's. It is spelled Yum. like that in the review. <laughs> Park Boyum is... Still very good looking either way. And as the other reviews have stated, he does have a smile that lights up a screen, so... Yeah, so give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Raquel, what's your next low review? Okay, this one is by Bruhula1 on Vicky. They gave it four stars and said, I loved the way this story started the different setting and the idea. I love the strong female characters. The chemistry between the leads is great, but that's about it. The storyline was slow. There was great potential for different storylines to be developed, but looks like writers got lazy. Such a pity this had some great potential with a great cast. Uh, I will agree that the storyline was slow. I will agree that it was slow, but I don't think the writers got lazy. I think that's a little bit pretentious to assume. It's kind of mean. It's kind of mean to just take that jab. I don't think it's that they got lazy. I think my biggest problem with how slow the storyline was, was that, like, something that we kind of talked about in the last episode, uh, I found that even when they did have drama they were trying to present, they usually told you what it was, or, like, why it was dramatic pretty clearly. Like, we're going to do this thing, and then the thing happens. Like, oh, we're going to uh, send him to another city to work, and then it happens. And then they do. (laughs) And, like, we're going to, uh, we're going to try and overthrow her as... Uh, as CEO, and then it happened. And then her being like, I'm going to go find someone to prove that, or like, I'm gonna find someone, I want you to go and prove I'm innocent. And then they do. Like, that was, <laughs> that was, I think, what made it so slow for me. There was very little surprise up until I think the only surprising thing I found in the plot was when her father got arrested. And even then, they did talk about how that was going to happen, I feel like, but I don't know. It's still, like, it did surprise me. I remembered what I was going to say earlier, that K-Drama Cases pointed out, that the leads, their relationship is so strong that the drama couldn't, like, perpetrate their relationship. It never got between them, which is 
something that I constantly ask for from my dramas. I hate when the leads break up at every little thing or fight all the time. So I'm glad when they're a strong couple with their head on their shoulders and they're mature and reasonable people who are above the petty dramas. Um, But it does make it a little boring to watch a drama where something crazy happens and the leads are like, yeah, we'll get through this. You're like, oh, (laughs) I mean, yeah. I hope so, but uh, there's no tension. Yeah, and yeah, I think that they could have found tension outside of the relationship, but they kept on kind of forgetting. They were like, oh, but look at how good this relationship is. Look how cute they are. And they were really cute. And like you said, it is nice and something we typically ask for to have like a really mature relationship that isn't like a leaf in the wind. Um, So that actually was really refreshing about this K-drama. I was really happy to, even the episode that they weren't together, it was one of those things where they were such a solid couple that at no point was it, I don't know, like even their reasons were good. It wasn't like, ugh great, now I don't even feel like I can support them as a couple, because sometimes breakups in K-dramas are really immature, and you kind of just want them to stay apart, because you're like, you two can't handle this. I don't think you're meant to be. This is for the best that you're apart. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I get it. I think that made it a kind of slow drama, plot-wise. Yeah. Um, so my last review is from K-drama Kisses, and... I'll tell you the rating at the end because I was kind of surprised. So they had like a page long blog about it, but their very last paragraph says, Overall, Encounter was a bit slow and lacking punch, but the romance makes the drama. If you like stories with a heavy focus on romance, this drama is a great fit. And even better if you like a mature couple that communicates well and face obstacles head on while lovingly supporting each other. But personal taste is likely to be heavily at play as to whether Encounter will be a love it or hate it kind of drama for you. And they gave it 6.5 out of 10. That's pretty low. That's surprisingly low. (laughs) Though I completely agree with their paragraph. I think that uh, their review really took into account how different people have reacted because there are a lot of love it or hate it reactions there's not a lot of just meh this was an okay drama yeah i was noticing that when we were looking for comments that there were pages and pages and pages of 10 star don't have a thing against it and then when i was trying to find lower stars i actually had to resort and just like go to the like one stars and go backward because it was really hard to like find the middle ground where it's like they started giving four or five six stars it's like that didn't really happen it was like either 10 stars or one or two stars yeah and i get that it was kind of uh more of an artistic romantic drama not your typical i don't know k2 k drama yeah yeah and there's like i feel like we can all name overwhelming hits like uh like goblin which i think now in most places is called guardian so so whatever whatever um but anyway like Goblin was a breakout hit uh, that I feel like 
there's very few people that I've talked to that would disagree if they've seen it and like K-dramas, I guess. There's not many people that I know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, that one's really good. Uh, and then, like, there's the ones that, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is exactly what they said. Like, it's all up to personal taste, really, for this one because of how it's set up. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was a really good review. Interesting rating. Yes. And I did like that they talk about um, the communication between the couple as well. I just like when we really focus on, like, if we're doing romance K-dramas, I like when we focus on the very most positive aspects of the relationship, because I feel like in K-dramas, like, the drama gets presented, and we stop focusing on the healthy aspects of the relationship, and we're like, we're here for the drama, hurt each other, yeah. we're ready. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. We're on to the last one, rounding the band. Yes. Okay. Uh, this one I also got from... Vicky, it's eight pieces of eight eight underscore six nine two, and they gave it ten stars. And they said, "Have you ever put a sweater on right out of the dryer on a cold morning?" Yeah, okay, because that's exactly what watching this drama feels like. There are so many good moments in this show without being cheesy or predictable. I'm so excited to get off of work at the end of the day, speed home, shut off all of the lights, and eat these episodes up. From the camera angles to the soundtrack, the cinematography is so spectacular, it feels like I'm watching a dream. I love the leads as a couple so much, and I can't wait to see how the rest of the show unfolds. As for people complaining about the age difference, chill out. We all know Korean dramas are very far from reality. Why is this so hard to get over. It's not that big of a gap. Take a minute and get over it because this show's very, very, very well done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the first part of this. Yeah, they started really strong. Yeah. Like, I do like how they talked about the warmth of this K-drama because it is really warm and there are a lot of feel-good moments and it's nice to just it, it would be. I never really got the chance to, like, speed home and shut off all the lights and just, like, really sit and, like, steep in how comfortable this K-drama was, but it was very comfortable, I feel like, to watch. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I think that's a great description. Yeah. The end, <laughs> you lost a little bit. A little bit, but also, yeah, like, I do think people should chill out as well, but... But it does happen in real life. It, yes. That is also a thing in real life. I don't feel like this is that... I don't think the age difference is what makes this uh, very far from real life. No. <laughs> um, I think their age difference in the show is only like seven years, which seems fairly, uh, I don't know, common? I didn't want to say typical. Feels common enough. Yeah. Uh, in real life, it's 12 years, which is less common, but still real. Yeah. And not creepy, guys. Nope. We're all adults here. Yeah. And they're fully adults as well. It's not like he's a 17-year-old dating like a... Yeah, like everyone treated him as if he was 19 and trying to date a 35-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I knew, he was about 30, and I think that's pretty reasonable. Yes, I agree. Oh, good reviews, guys. Yeah. Um, so, if you had to rate just the Emily rating of this K-drama, what would you give it? I'd give it 8 out of 10. That's exactly what I would give it. 
What? Yeah. Neat. Yeah. It's beautiful, but not, like, super entertaining. Yes, that is a good way to put it. Like, I, it was a good K-drama. It was beautifully done. Holy cow. Wow. Hats off to everyone who created this K-drama. But yeah, I, I didn't always feel excited to watch it. No. I should have put on a warm sweater and watched it in the deep of winter. <laughs> yeah. Now I know. Now you know. I'm curious what our listeners would give it. If you have a rating, you can leave a comment right on the episode on our website, playonk.com. There, you can also sign up to our newsletter and find out whenever we start a new K-drama, which we will have to now. Yes. Um, you can also uh, go to... You can email us directly. Is that what you just said? No, you Dang. got it. Dang. I heard email and... Or, like, newsletter, and I was like, wait, no. Anyway, <laughs> now that I've made it weird, um, yeah, so our email is playonkpodcast at gmail.com, and you can email us there as well for requests, or if you want to talk about your opinion on the K drama, or uh, just about anything, we love to talk there. We'll totally email you back. We love to chat about K dramas, and um, we'd love to start a discussion, and that's a good place to do it. Yeah. Other than that, you can tweet at us. We are at Twitter. At play on k and there you can tell us what you thought of the episodes what you thought of anything and whether you're a fan give us a hey on twitter we want to know if you're listening yeah we will also give you hey back we would even i don't know if this is appealing to people at all i would be down to like do a little shout out here at the end that we where we usually just take way too long to sign off instead we could that's be way saying, easier yeah we could be saying your name instead i thought you were gonna do a meetup for coffee and I was like ah. <laughs> <laughs> no dangerous yeah no um <laughs> <laughs> just no on that maybe someday maybe someday after we've talked a lot about k-dramas and you someday we'll go to k-con and you can meet us there yeah that would be really cool um in the meantime you can also find us on itunes and you can rate review and subscribe there and we would also love to see your names there and i would totally it would be cool to read off your names from there as well Ooh, thank you as always for listening and thank you so much to james hevel for our wonderful theme song Thanks, James. We love it. We'll see you for whatever K-drama we start next, next week. K-bye. K-bye.